city in the Yunnan province, found in the southwest of China, called Pu'er, has prospered into a golden growing belt for Arabica coffee. It has recently been gaining global acknowledgement and is now broadly known as the heaven of Arabica. Coffee seeds were only planted in Pu'er on a large scale since 1988, even though it was first introduced in the city over a century ago. About 75% of the city is covered with forests and natural resources, and the majority of the city can be found within the World Global Plantation Belt for coffee. As of 2020, the coffee plantation areas in this region made up almost 49% of the national total. Out of the 51,733 hectares of coffee plantation, more than 20,000 have been certified as 4C compliant. More than 6,666 hectares have CAFE practices certification, and more than 1,333 have Rainforest Alliance and UTZ certifications. On top of that, in September 2020, Poor Coffee was included in the protections list of the China-EU Geographical Indications Agreement. The city is recently gaining attention and acknowledgement from both local and global coffee industries. Former Executive Director of Specialty Coffee Association of America, the SCAA, Ted Lingle, stated that coffee from Poor is one of the best coffees in the world, strong and fragrant, but not bitter, rich in fat, and strong in acidity. Pu'er is also recognized as the location for the Key National Coffee Laboratory and Yunnan Small Grain Coffee Seed Breeding Base, along with numerous other coffee research and educational institutions. The rapid development of the city's coffee plantation is not only impressive but it might also offer hope, amidst the recent events in major coffee-growing regions. Tim Hortons China, the Canadian coffee chain's Chinese subsidiary, further expands its presence in the region by partnering with Metro China, a Walmart and Metro joint venture. Under the terms of this partnership, Tim's China will be the exclusive coffee shop brand for Metro stores in the country. The coffee chain will open Tim's Go Coffee Shops at Metro China stores. Currently, there are 99 stores across 60 cities. The Tim's Go outlets, which are the compact store model of the regular shop format in China, have already opened at seven Metro stores at the end of last month. Deputy CEO of Metro China, Chen Jiyu, stated. We are delighted for Tim's China to become one of our anchor tenants, as we believe the brand will bring convenience and quality coffee products at great value to our members. Our partnership will also create a strong link between daily shopping and coffee consumption in our stores, that will greatly improve the overall shopping experience for our middle-class customers. The partnership already has plans to open at least nine Tim's Go outlets in Metro China shops across six cities by January 2022, which is the first of many the company plans to open. CEO of Tim's China, Yan Zhen Lu, stated. Through this agreement, we can reach millions of new customers to share a welcoming guest experience and extensive high-quality product offerings. Over the next few years, we plan to strategically open Tim's Go coffee shops in Metro China stores across 60 cities, growing our brand, revenue, and margins. The new shop openings add to a total of more than 335 stores that are operated by Tim's China in the country. On top of that, the partnership provides the coffee chain's Chinese subsidiary with the benefit of preferred site selection, marketing initiatives, and delivery services. Researchers have found an innovative way to use coffee grounds as a component inside lithium-ion batteries. Lithium-ion batteries are ubiquitous in our modern-day lives, and in particular, 
form the platform on which modern-day electric vehicles are built. But they come with a number of problems, practical and environmental, which this discovery may help alleviate. Perversely, the first problem is that lithium-ion batteries and cells do not contain environmentally friendly components. Lithium itself is a metal mined at a high cost to the environment by requiring vast quantities of water, often at the expense of local wildlife. Two other materials, cobalt and nickel, are mined under harsh conditions and also impact the environment. So an immediate challenge for improving the sustainability of these batteries is to substitute some of those difficult materials for a more sustainable option. This is where researchers in Indonesia think they might have made the first steps towards a solution by using waste coffee grounds. The team's first step is to carbonize the coffee grinds by heating them to 800 degrees, from which they create graphene. Graphene itself is an interesting material. It is only one atom thick, yet hundreds of times stronger than steel of the same thickness. Some of the properties of graphene are that it is very good at conducting electricity, and in making that flow of electrons predictable and consistent. This is also key to improving safety. Remember the year the Samsung Galaxy Note phones were banned from airplanes because they were a fire hazard? The graphene is used as the battery's anodes, which is responsible for discharging power and allowing power to flow back in when recharging. The researchers point out that current graphite-based lithium batteries are significantly larger and heavier and take longer to charge. The team has challenged themselves to make a battery at less than half the weight of current models, increasing the range a vehicle can travel, as it would have an improved power-to-weight ratio. Additionally, the paper refers to super-fast charging times of perhaps just 15 minutes versus the several hours it currently takes to charge an electric car fully. While this sounds amazing, the concept of what is known as supercapacitors have been a dream for years. They already exist and in fact, I have a power drill that charges in 30 seconds and lasts 30 minutes, but the technology has never scaled to larger batteries. There is a lot of competition to solve this problem however. An article in the Guardian newspaper this January described an Israeli company that also claimed to be able to recharge car batteries in five minutes. We often see stories about the uses of waste coffee grounds. However, suppose the researchers are successful in their design. It could be the most innovative application of coffee waste yet that contributes to designing environmentally friendly batteries that we will, in the future, all depend on. Dubai Multi-Commodity Center, the DMCC, partnered with Bon Cafe Middle East to produce locally roasted coffee at its coffee center. The signing of the partnership was attended by Executive Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of the DMCC, Ahmed bin Suleyem, and CEO and Group Executive Director of Bon Cafe, Tony Billingham. The DMCC is Dubai government's flagship free zone for commodities trade and enterprise. The DMCC Coffee Center provides world-class infrastructure and services, connecting the Middle Eastern and European markets to the world's major coffee-producing nations. Under the agreement, in addition to producing locally roasted coffee that will boost trade flows into Dubai, the DMCC Coffee Center will also produce and distribute a range of bespoke coffee products tailored specifically for Bon Cafe, across the Gulf Cooperation Council. Suleyem issued a statement. DMCC is proud to partner with Bon Cafe, 
a true powerhouse in the coffee industry in the region for 18 years, to provide them with a range of bespoke services to facilitate their global trade. This collaboration underpins our strategy of providing world-class services, from roasting and quality control, through to packaging and distribution, that cater to the entire coffee value chain. It also truly reflects the strong reputation the coffee center has built, and its ability to attract leading coffee players, in turn, positioning Dubai as a global hub for specialty coffee. We thank Bon Cafe for choosing us as their partner and very much look forward to working alongside their teams. Through this partnership, Bon Cafe Middle East, a manufacturer and distributor of coffee and coffee machines, will be promoted in the larger Middle East and North Africa region. Billingham said. To partner with DMCC is a natural progression for the Bon Cafe and Massimo Zanetti Beverage Group, and this further shows the group's commitment to develop locally roasted UAE coffees. This will undoubtedly enhance our brand's position throughout the whole Middle East region, being now produced locally in the UAE. This partnership will benefit all parties, serving both the local and global market, DMCC Coffee Center, will emphasize its position as a leading coffee trade and production center that is on par with global coffee markets like the USA, Italy and Switzerland. Bon Cafe will gain traction in the UAE, which is one of the most developed coffee markets in the region. According to the Institute of Policy and Strategy for Agriculture and Rural Development, Vietnam's coffee export is expected to increase in the upcoming months due to growing global demand and free trade agreements. However, the increase in demand amplifies the issue of the shortage of workers due to the pandemic. Coffee exports for Vietnam up to October this year decreased year-on-year, year, a total of 1.27 million tons, worth 2.45 billion US dollars was exported, which is a 4.2% decrease in volume, but 5.4% increase in value. Vietnam exports to the European Union, its biggest market, made up a revenue of 769 million US dollars, which is a 17% decrease annually. Exports to ASEAN made up a revenue of 259 million US dollars, which is a 19.45% decrease annually. However, Vietnam Coffee, Cocoa Association, Vicofa, stated that monthly coffee exports for both November and December is expected to reach nearly 130,000 tons. In comparison, October's exports were estimated at 90,000 tons. Furthermore, if the export prices remain high, exports could bring an additional 600 million US dollars, resulting in the total of 3 billion US dollars for the year. This increase in demand for Vietnamese coffee, brings forward the issue of the lack of manpower in the coffee sector in Vietnam. On top of supply disruptions in the country, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the industry in terms of coffee material sales, which has led to a shortage in workers. During the 2021-2022 crop, the Daknong Provincial Department of Agriculture and Rural Development reported that they need about 13 million workers for their 130,000 hectares of coffee plantation. Currently, they only have half that workforce. In a response to this issue, provinces have come up with plans to bring workers back in time for the coffee harvest, however, this depends on the level of the pandemic risk in the country.
Italian coffee company Illicaf expands in Asia with the latest branch of the Universita del Caf, University of Coffee, in Singapore. This new branch opened in the middle of November, making it the 26th branch worldwide and 7th in Asia. The University of Coffee is a training hub that began in 1999 to promote and share the culture of high-quality coffee globally. Through the 80 docents who are a part of the network, the university has trained over 320,000 people so far. The goal of this newest branch is to strengthen its presence in the continent. Before the Singapore branch, Illicaf Asian branches include Bangkok, Jakarta, Kuala Lumpur, Seoul, Shanghai and Tokyo. Director of the university, Moreno Fina, commented. By opening our campus in Singapore, we aim to continue to promote sustainable coffee culture worldwide, both by training the operators who process raw materials and by supporting consumers in learning more. Following the company's objective of strengthening its presence in Asia, opening a branch in Singapore is a smart move, as the country is known as a global port hub and very well connected in the region.